On this episode of DevTalk, I speak to Alex Sorokolotov about learning TypeScript. Welcome to another episode of DevTalk. My name is Kerry Lothrop, and today's guest is Alex Sorokolotov. Alex is a senior front-end engineer at Zillow, and we met a while back when he was also a Microsoft MVP, and we basically cross paths through the MVVM cross project. I'm really happy to have him on the show. Hello, hello Alex. Hi, Kerry. Uh, thank you for inviting me here. We talked about what we're going to talk about today, and you said you've moved a little bit away from the, the cross-platform mobile side. What is it you're working on right now? Uh, yeah. Well, my, my passion always was uh, to use some efficient tools. I mean, I, I really don't like wasting time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was uh, the reason why uh, uh, back from like Windows Phone times, I, we went into we all went into cross-platform development because it was a way for us to use same skills that we had and write applications for like iOS, Android, and uh, other platforms. But with time, uh, like my hobby of looking at other technologies uh, brought uh, web development, specifically TypeScript, on my radar and. Uh, I started uh, spending more time with TypeScript, uh, more time with web development, both front-end and back-end. And uh, at some point, I realized that I enjoy it more than uh, Visual Studio for Mac or Visual Studio Plus uh, Xamarin, mm-hmm. just in terms of uh, efficiency and uh, also web browser development, both on mobile devices and on desktop, brought some so much more uh, opportunities than just mobile and at some point, I just switched to web development mostly. Yeah, but were you a web developer before your cross-platform mobile days, or and before the TypeScript days? Uh, yes, I I started actually as a JavaScript and PHP developer, uh, but I, I I don't know if that's a, like <laughs> I didn't have much choice per se. It was just like some some software development job that I took. Yeah, you don't uh, have to defend being a PHP developer. <laughs> I was once too, and it was a good technology back then. Yes, I agree. It was a good technology back then. Uh, so, uh, yes, I have some web development background, but uh, when I first look at the modern web development, I was uh, very frustrated uh, just by the sheer amount of titles and names of the frameworks and libraries that you need to know. Yeah. Back in the days, you only need to know what uh, jQuery at most, or just vanilla JavaScript, and you should be good. Uh, and when I, after Xamarin, when I looked at uh, what is a modern web development, it was Webpack, it was Gulp, uh, whatever else, just a random bunch of names that you're not familiar because you haven't seen that in a while. And yeah, it it was uh, frustrating. Yes. Okay. So well, TypeScript we haven't really talked about TypeScript on the show. It's, well, everybody knows JavaScript. It's something that runs or can run in the browser, but also runs in other places. And what is TypeScript and how is it related? So, uh, yeah, to add a little bit more context, uh, JavaScript runs pretty much everywhere now, like Lambda functions in AWS. If you want to write a, a serverless something, you, you can use that. You can run uh, JavaScript on most of the devices, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And everywhere you have browser, like you said, we can use JavaScript. So uh, it's it's a pretty popular uh, 
choice for web development, uh, especially for uh, small to mid-sized projects, because mm -hmm. you can use the same language on the back end and the front. Um, TypeScript comes here as a superset of uh, JavaScript, uh, me meaning that any JavaScript code is a valid TypeScript code, but then you can also extend it. Uh, and why would you do that? Uh, to give yourself some help from TypeScript compiler. So uh, okay. I think that's that's the main uh, goal of TypeScript. Just give you as a developer some help, spotting mistakes, spotting mistypes, uh, and highlighting some of the potential issues or refactorings. Which would mean that the people developing JavaScript developed a language that wasn't ideal for some use cases, maybe for very large projects, or, or why would I want to use TypeScript? What what advantages does it give me? And uh, yeah, that's a great question. One of the pitches that uh, Microsoft did and Microsoft and TypeScript team did in the beginning when they announced type, TypeScript was that it's very challenging to have a large code base mm -hmm. uh, with the JavaScript itself. Yeah. IntelliSense or code completion is not good with a large JavaScript project. And there are ways to, to solve that. There is Flow. There are uh, other uh, plugins that allow you to kind of have a better understanding of what's going on with this JavaScript code. But uh, I think TypeScript took it to the next level by providing almost always uh, uh, static typing, meaning yeah. that the TypeScript compiler tries to know always and everywhere in your code base what kind of... Uh, type what kind of uh, value is coming here or there and whether the code that is written here might throw a runtime exception in JavaScript. So okay. and it finds that it will give you a compile time, TypeScript compile time error, meaning you don't have to run your code to, to find a problem. You find it at the compile time and you save your time. And uh, by, by adding some integration with the code editors like Visual Studio Code, WebStorm, uh, or any other uh, popular code editor, you can like immediately see by those red squiggle braces everyone using Visual Studio is familiar with. Yeah. You, you just see the red squiggle braces under some code place and you understand something is wrong and you don't have to even run it or compile it, it's just being done by the editors. So is the, the term strongly typed, is that... Uh... What comes into play here is is TypeScript a strongly typed language? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna give an academic answer to this because the website, if you go to typescriptlang.org, it says it's strongly typed. But uh, okay. if you dive into details, it's like almost hundred percent strongly typed because mm -hmm. it it doesn't know everything. And also, TypeScript is is just a compiler that takes your TypeScript code and uh, produces JavaScript code, which you run in the end. So there are ways for you to write TypeScript code such uh, in such way that uh, it will still give you a runtime error. It's not like a 100% protection because runtime is JavaScript still. But yeah. it catches uh, quite a lot of uh, typical issues. Okay, and so, so that's why it makes sense to run it in the browser because the browser still only understands JavaScript. But right. it, if you write it in some language that will produce pretty good JavaScript, then you you can run that anywhere. And the, the, and that's the goal. Uh, TypeScript doesn't try to replace JavaScript. I mean, at, at, at this point yet. 
but uh, it just tries to to give you a better development experience and uh, faster uh, faster ways to write the same code, especially same quality of code. But like yeah. uh, for uh, to expand on this, uh, for me TypeScript was attractive because with JavaScript, whether it was modern JavaScript or uh, vanilla JavaScript, whatever, uh, it was always a challenge to like keep in mind all those quirks that JavaScript has, like type uh, uh, comparison. Like if you compare a number to string versus if yeah. you compare string to number, it might give you a different result, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't make sense in a modern uh, like C-sharp-ish uh, world, right? If you compare in C-sharp something with something, it doesn't matter what's the order of that comparison, right? Yeah. In JavaScript, uh, it's, it's not that... Uh, clear so typescript helps with that kind of it makes makes your code and makes most of your problems win within your code predictable yeah and uh, i think that's that's what uh, is the most challenging with javascript yeah i i've been working with uh, well i said i used to be a php developer uh, but i've been working with with these strongly typed languages for a while and i've really gotten used to this way of working and having the compiler there to check what I'm doing. Like if I if I do a big refactoring, I just try to touch all the places that I know will break everything. And if I don't fix the whole stack, then it, it won't compile, right? So I, I just make these few changes, like in the interface, I change the signature of a method, then I'm, I'm sure the compiler will tell me, hey, you didn't change the implementation of this uh, this interface, or you didn't change the callers. And uh, I really, really like that paradigm that, that the compiler is there there to help me and things don't explode at runtime. They they explode at, at compile time, which is very easy to handle. Yep, uh, yeah, I agree with Red you. squiggles, you said, right? Yes, I agree with you 100% on this. Having someone like a pair of eyes, whether by compiler or someone else, to look at the code and make sure that you refactored all the places you wanted to refactor and the yeah. code, code still compiles. Uh, I think it's uh, super important. And what I liked about uh, TypeScript in addition to that is that you don't, don't have to migrate all the code base from JavaScript to TypeScript. You can start with one file or one function yeah. and then build on that. And the uh, compiler will actually tell you what, what else are you missing here. Mm-hmm. So you like if you have, I don't know, 20 files in JavaScript, you can even keep them as JavaScript and start a new file with TypeScript and okay, then cool. use the same JavaScript yeah. files. And is it used mostly for writing some single page applications, TypeScript? Not really. I I don't think, I, I like in my world understanding, a TypeScript is uh, like a better version of JavaScript. It's the same JavaScript, it's just a better version of it. Because in the end, you get the JavaScript, but you get much better development experience. So uh, if you're using uh, JavaScript on a backend, like Node.js plus JavaScript to run some services, Mm -hmm. you can use TypeScript. If you're writing some front-end, if it's it's not uh, something super simple, uh, like one file with, I don't know, 50 lines, if it's more than that, I think it might make sense to use TypeScript. Especially now that you can quick start a project in, in almost no time. Uh, if you're writing, like I said, serverless functions within AWS, and you can use JavaScript, uh, TypeScript there as well, uh, 
I think you can also use TypeScript in uh, Azure functions as well now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, so, but, but this, this compilation step or transpiling step, this has to be integrated into my tool chain, right? So if, if I go to the website of Azure and I write my function right in the website, then there must be support for, for TypeScript. Whereas if I do it locally, write, write the function locally, I can always do that transpiling first and then, then upload it. Right. So yes. I'm, I'm assuming you can, you, you also build like a type, TypeScript. Is it called a transpiler or, or how do they call it? Or well, uh, uh, it's doing transpiling, but it, most people call it TypeScript compiler. So, yeah. I mean, and and you you build that into your like continuous integration system, and then you've got another check there that you didn't break your your application. Yeah. Right. Uh, so TypeScript compiler is uh, just one executable mm -hmm. that you tell in which directory you want to Java, to TypeScript to be compiled into JavaScript, and that's it. That's it. Uh, runs uh, pretty fast nowadays. Nowadays it was uh, slower before, but uh, TypeScript community is doing a lot of work to to improve performance and like have incremental builds and all of that and uh, build uh, that like build process can watch your changes as you type. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that can be added to that. But as simple as that, you just run TypeScript compiler, you get the JavaScript. It can be a step in your uh, build process. It can be, you can run it manually. Uh, you can uh, do it on a git commit. You can have it as a part of your GitLab CI uh, job. So whatever works for you. But if you, if you create a new project uh, with like NPM and TypeScript, then NPM build will actually give you the JavaScript. And NPM build is usually what, what's being run when you compile any modern uh, web project, whether front-end or back-end. Okay. But when, another thing you mentioned, it's... It's a superset of JavaScript. So JavaScript is valid TypeScript. And does that mean that if I start, if I'm like myself, who knows like very little JavaScript from the days where you used to do mouse hover uh, to replace an image, things like that. So if I were to use start now, do I still have to learn that whole stack underneath? Or is it okay to just start with TypeScript and never learn the JavaScript bit? So I have anecdotal evidence on this. You don't have to learn anything. Of, like, you don't have to read through the whole documentation of TypeScript. You don't have to read uh, everything that is in TypeScript now. Yeah. Uh, the website, typescriptlang.org, actually has a nice demo how you can move from JavaScript to TypeScript. by, uh, And it, it's even simpler than what we did in the days by just renaming GS file to that TS, uh, you can add uh, a code comment saying TS check, which will tell TypeScript compiler that start highlighting some potential issues for me in this JavaScript file as if it was uh, TypeScript. And then once you see them, you can uh, understand what was the impact of you changing this code to Java from JavaScript to TypeScript. Uh, for you, I think if you want to start using TypeScript, it might be even easier than you think. And then the JavaScript experience, because you you know C sharp and TypeScript is a, a mix between JavaScript and C sharp. So it's it's a JavaScript, but you can write pretty much like in C sharp with classes and interfaces and types. Okay. 
meaning you, you just add uh, types uh, to all your functions and variables, and here you go. Okay. So that so that's good news if I don't want to learn JavaScript and, and for example I need to write a web application, but nowadays there's the, this new kit on the block called WebAssembly, which would also allow me to use a different language to write my my web app or an application that runs only inside the browser. And do you see if somebody is now faced with that decision, which which direction do I go? Something that's closer to the JavaScript side or something that's like completely different, and it's there's a different engine inside the browser that understands this WebAssembly, and I can write it in like C Sharp or C or whatever I want. Which way should I go? Do you or do you, do you have you worked with WebAssembly and, and can give me an answer on that? I, I can try. That's a, that's a really good question. Where to go and what to do, and I think it depends uh, on how much time you want to invest and what 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 kind of uh, work you want to do like how long that work with this technology will be. For example, uh, if you're a .NET developer and you want to do some web development for just one off project and you don't want to touch web any anytime soon after that, then probably uh, Blazor plus uh, WebAssembly would be the best way to actually reuse your skills and have this running in a browser. On the other hand, like if you plan to like dive deep into the web development and you want to use what's great out there like uh, react or some other libraries uh, you probably will have to use some kind of javascript or javascript plus typescript or typescript anyway and it just makes sense to start this early web assembly uh, i think is more uh, a, an answer to uh, performance rather than developer experience in a way that like you can just inspect what what this code is doing right now because WebAssembly is just a, like closer to the binary code right where javascript is a text code human readable code and actual typescript uh, compiler tries to produce a human readable code not just you know syntactic uh, uh, nonsense uh, that only javascript interpreter in browser understands yeah so Inspecting what's written in uh, TypeScript versus what's written in uh, Blazor or any web assembly technology. Uh, like I would vote for JavaScript anytime. TypeScript. Okay. What are the the downsides if I if I use TypeScript? So it's it's another abstraction layer. I'm I'm in my head. It's it's a bit like a bit like Xamarin. So you've got this thing underneath, which is like native Android, for example, and then you have something on top. That will allow you to use a different language, but it gets converted into it doesn't get converted into Java or Kotlin, but it gets converted to the to the layer underneath uh, some intermediate language. Um, but it it has its downsides because you've got this another level of abstraction and another uh, maybe source of bugs that that can happen in the tool chain. What do you see when? Would you not use TypeScript or, or what are you missing? So for the downsides, definitely learning curve, whatever it is, uh, it's it's not that steep, to be honest. At, at least it wasn't for me. And like I said, TypeScript allows you for a gradual learning process. It doesn't have to be like it's not a, a story similar. Like if you want to go from JavaScript code to C Sharp, you yeah. can do that gradual, right? You have to rewrite everything in C Sharp. 
mm-hmm. to make it work. With TypeScript, you don't have to do that. So uh, it's a less steep learning curve, okay. definitely. But you, you have to learn some basic, basics at least. And uh, I feel like TypeScript team is doing great work by providing this articles, uh, TypeScript for a new Java developer, TypeScript for a new C-sharp developer, TypeScript for a new whatever Python developer, mm-hmm. uh, as well as TypeScript in five minutes, which will probably give you like, you know, like in this advertisement, five minutes could save you 15% or more or something like that. Like five minutes of TypeScript yeah. learning might save you much more time than you, you imagine. So, uh, but another downside besides the learning curve would be setting things up, right? Uh, depending on, on your existing project, if it might be super easy or it might be more challenging, uh, starting a new project in TypeScript is definitely uh, much easier these days. You have a lot of uh, example projects and you have a lot of uh, bootstrap kind of projects that you can fork and run and uh, enjoy the full setup of TypeScript. Mm-hmm. Uh, another downside, I would say, and it's it's not super obvious, uh, is TypeScript is not 100% guarantee for your, uh, like in terms of catching all the bugs. Like yeah. I said, uh, TypeScript kind of tries to move your runtime JavaScript errors into compile time so you can catch them earlier, mm-hmm. much like in, with C Sharp. It tries to do that, but uh, it's not a guarantee for 100% of bugs. So uh, don't uh, don't think that moving to TypeScript will immediately remove all the bugs from your code base. Yeah. It, it okay. will shave a lot of them, uh, especially like some uh, nuisance type of uh, problems similar to C Sharp's uh, null reference. Yeah. kind of thing but you still need to write your code uh, it just makes it easier uh, to write it and structure it and uh, prevent some basic uh, mistakes or even mistypes a lot of problems with uh, javascript code if you write it uh, in plain javascript it might be just a mistype you want mm-hmm. to, to call to string but you call it uh, a two string lowercase two and uh, yeah yeah it will only fail in runtime in, in fact, it might not even fail where you see it might go all the way to the back end, for example, if, if it was something in uh, like if you want to send data from browser to the server side and you try to get a string representation of something, but you make a mistype, you will get like undefined and all that or JavaScript weirdness. And you then you, you'll see your data somewhere else in the other place and you'll see null or undefined. Like that happens all the time. Yeah. Okay, I'm so I'm not in the the TypeScript community in, in any way. Is it is it heavily under development? Do you, are there new releases all the time, or do you, do you see things that are still missing that are on the roadmap there? Uh, TypeScript has been actively developed for sure. Yeah, I try to kind of keep an eye on that, but they're doing a lot of work, and the releases come faster than I can imagine. Yeah, uh, is it like Swift to... where it, it breaks your existing code all the time, or is it Microsoft typical? Everything the old code, old code still works. I think it's uh, the uh, the latter. Uh, old yeah. code still works. I'm not sure if there was any story of like TypeScript version X breaking something yeah. from previous version, but then there might have been uh, the latest stable version of TypeScript now is 4.7, which is a lot, and TypeScript. Uh, has been popular since versions like one and two, mm-hmm. uh, and 
like 4.7 has so many features you might not even use I don't know 30 percent of it okay uh, <laughs> so it, it's it's open source it's been actively developed a lot of features are added uh, typescript has a pretty advanced type system uh, generics mm -hmm. and all of that cool. uh, so features are like added all the time for me I think the most uh, exciting thing about typescript updates is uh, that it's been improved like time compilation time has been improved mm -hmm. uh, even though it's still uh, like it's fast uh, but if, if you do it like I don't know, 20 times a day uh, like even minus one second in the compilation time will save you a lot of time right yeah and, yeah and in CI environments as well okay so if people are interested you already mentioned a little bit there are tutorials for getting started for developers that already know some other technology or programming language is is that the place where you would direct somebody interested in in starting off with type, typescript yeah i would definitely recommend typescriptlang.org the official web website for typescript okay uh it, the landing in the show page, notes. yes uh, thank you uh, the landing page for for this website now is actually very nicely done it has uh, examples it has uh, the links that you might need if whether you're new or advanced typescript user and it shows you that it's it's not that uh it's not that difficult might not be as difficult as you think to migrate from javascript to typescript which mm -hmm. i like i didn't know about that pass uh that they advertise now um and uh, there are a lot of videos on youtube most of the uh front-end work nowadays is done in typescript for sure only because it's a better development experience so it saves a lot of time okay cool yeah so i'll, I'll put it in the show notes and um, thank you so much for for this short introduction to typescript i i'm currently in a project that uses azure and it it's got a web front end and it has typescript and i haven't touched much of it <laughs> But I'm I'm eager to learn. Um, actually, it's much more compelling to me than uh, learning JavaScript. I don't know why. Um, maybe the the reasons you already stated. Or actually, we we did talk about this. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's more to what I'm used to, and I for for me, I think it's the better approach. And I know maybe some younger developers they like this dynamic everything, and maybe lots of tests to make sure it still runs. Um, so, yeah, but but thank you so much for this this short introduction. Uh, thank you for inviting me here. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. This has been another episode of Dev Talk, and we'll see each other again in four weeks. Bye bye. bye.